0: When it comes to the purpose of a blog, views are split into two camps in B2B SaaS. One camp sees blogs as primarily educational resources, and the other sees them as a way to generate leads and sell. What we've seen is that both camps, even the ones who view blogs as a lead gen asset, put a lot of effort into web design and conversion rate optimization of their core website pages, but less thought into their blogs. As such, companies try to sell through their blogs and they run into problems like their sidebar and footer email opt-ins being mostly ignored by blog visitors, high bounce rates from their blog pages, which has adverse effects on SEO performance, rarely having blog visitors fill out their lead forms or click any of their calls to action, and most blog visitors leaving never to return again and companies being left without any way of knowing who visited. Blog pages can quickly become the most trafficked pages of a website especially for those who publish often, but not leveraging them to convert visitors is a missed opportunity. In this episode, we share our authority blog post architecture for B2B SaaS. Think of it as a basic template or foundation that helps solve these problems. It's meant to support conversion and lead generation, and it can be used for inspiration when creating wireframes for your website. Now, as always with highly visual episodes, there is an accompanying blog post. You can look at it on our website. Just head over to poweredbysearch.com to see any examples that I talk about in the episode. All right, on with the show. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. In this episode, we'll walk through the various elements of our blog architecture and describe the ways in which they're different from the traditional approach to SaaS blog design. We've broken down the architecture into five categories. Those are header menu, blog post date, sidebar menu, blog content, and footer menu. Let's start with the header menu. So consider the header menu on a Salesforce blog post, and again you can see this example on our website. At first, it's not overwhelming, but when you take into consideration each of the drop-down menus that quickly changes, for example, hover over the products menu and you'll find 20 additional links. The other drop-downs look similar, with upwards of 100 options for a blog reader to click on, only three of which are actually CTAs. Now, while the scope of Salesforce makes them an exaggerated case, most SaaS companies use their full header menu consistently throughout their site, including their blog. In part, this is because the content management systems like WordPress do this by default, but we believe SaaS companies are missing a CRO opportunity, that's conversion rate optimization. What we think that they should do differently is choose to include only the links that matter most, taking inspiration from widely used best practices in landing page design. The idea is to think of your header as an elevator pitch for the value proposition that you want to communicate to somebody when they are first meeting you. For example, you could exclude elements like your resources and integrations, and instead focus strictly on the fundamentals of your pricing, who you serve, and how your SaaS product works. Then, rather than use a high intent CTA like the standard trial or demo, we suggest using a medium intent CTA. This will better match the intent level for the majority of your blog audience and give you the opportunity to guide more of them down the funnel from there. For example, if you have an explainer video, you might consider viewing that as your header menu CTA. It's a 90 second commitment that helps with engagement and time spent on the page, and it's likely to be more appropriate for most new site visitors, taking into account their stage in the funnel. You could even set up a trial or a demo CTA to display once the video is over. For more ideas on the types of medium intent content you could use for your header CTA, we actually have an article on our site uh, about SaaS content strategy, so go check that out. Now let's talk about blog post date. Refreshing content has become a commonly practiced SEO tactic and savvy SaaS companies periodically refresh their pre-existing content to improve its performance in the search engine results pages, the, the SERP. However, often they miss the opportunity to include a last updated annotation and instead settle for displaying the date of when the post was originally published. Now adding a note of when you last updated your post signals to Google and other search engines that you've refreshed those pages. This then enables your post to satisfy the quality deserves freshness criteria making it more likely to rank higher in the search results. In addition, readers are more likely to trust your page if they see that it's been updated recently. this can increase engagement and reduce bounce rates, which can help SEO across your entire site. Simple WordPress plugins like WP Last Modified Info can be used easily to implement this. Although most CMSs can do this by default. Let's move on to the sidebar menu. Now it's commonplace for SaaS blogs to have distracting sidebars with email opt-ins various messaging and CTAs, testimonials and social proof, and links to related posts and other areas of their site. Consider this screenshot of the sidebar of RelTio's blog, for example. You can check it out on our actual blog post about this topic. But, for description, they have categories of blog posts, social follow CTAs, featured posts, and tweets. And these are distracting for readers who are there to read the blog post, while likely harming conversion also. Now rather than using these traditionally busy sidebars, we'd recommend using jump links to the various topics and subheadings on that page, especially if you're writing longer form content. Think of it like a table of contents. This improves the user experience by making it easier for readers to navigate the page. Since different people consume content differently, it provides individuals more opportunity to consume your content in a way that is preferable to them. And in addition, this tactic can also set up your blog page to receive multiple links through search. For example, if a post starts getting backlinks and gaining popularity, the anchor links can show up underneath your search result, allowing you to take up more real estate in the SERP. Now we're on to blog content. Our key premise when it comes to blog content is that SaaS companies should include more of the actions that they want readers to take within their posts. Now, placing these CTAs in context is much more effective than placing them around the perimeter of the page. So in the header, the footer, or or the sidebar menus. Because they're, they're, they're often ignored. If you're publishing blog content with the hope of generating leads, it's best to create pain point focused content that's related to the solution you offer. The first few paragraphs should inform the reader about the problem in a way that educates them or has them nodding their head because it reflects their own experience. In other words, it helps them become problem aware. Now it's within these opening paragraphs that we recommend linking out to your most relevant product pages that solve that specific problem, and also to your most relevant use case page. For readers with higher purchase intent, doing this gives them an easy opportunity to find out more about your solution, while at the same time giving readers who have mid-level purchase intent an option to learn about how your product solves the problem that you're actually presenting and they're reading about. Then at the end of the introduction, before the first body section, we recommend placing your first CTA. You can use a gated content offer that directly relates to the problem being discussed and simply ask for an email in exchange for the resource. So let's say your post is about 15 ways to speed up your sales cycle. Your offer could be a PDF checklist that helps the reader to do just that. But if you set up the problem correctly, this can be a compelling offer and help increase the amount of leads that you generate through your post. Most blogs display links to related articles at the bottom of the page after the conclusion. But for many companies, those links are rarely clicked on. Like, when did, when did you last click on one of those things? Now instead, we recommend companies include links to related articles in selected places within their post. Ideally, in places where the content of the current article is related to the post that you link out to. Similar to the gated offer above, it should stand out from the rest of the post design-wise. But don't worry about images. In our experience, simple text links are preferable. It's an opportunity to increase the time that you spend on your site by sending visitors down a rabbit hole with your content. There are a few common approaches that we see B2B SaaS companies take when it comes to blog post conclusions. Some will offer a newsletter opt-in, but people in the B2B space are often already overwhelmed by email and therefore unlikely to sign up to those things. Others present readers with extensive forms to sign up for a demo, but most readers won't fill out a form that is long unless they're already a long way down your funnel. So instead we think it's more effective to use a simple highlighted CTA that reads something like, want more posts like this one? By phrasing it that way, if they like the article, they're much more likely to opt in. And with their email, you can begin nurturing those leads and guiding them down your funnel from there, as opposed to missing that opportunity altogether. Lastly, between the conclusion of your article and your footer menu, we recommend inserting a what you should do now section. These are your final calls to action, three things that readers could do with different levels of intent that would guide them some distance down the funnel. We start with the highest intent CTA, that's a trial or a demo sign-up, usually, then a medium, a resource opt-in, and then the CTA with the least intent required, a social share. Design-wise, this section should be distinct enough to stand out from the posts, but it shouldn't be just a list of links either. By the way, don't just link to your trial or demo. Use your copy to present a pro without a con. To elaborate, take accounting software like FreshBooks. Their pro without a con could be something like the following. If you'd like to send invoices automatically and never have to worry about manually following up on them again, sign up for a free trial today and get your first three invoices free. Follow a similar format for the resource opt-in and for your social share CTA. Keep it simple, saying something like, Did you enjoy this post and know a friend that might too? Share this on LinkedIn, Twitter, or email. So let's wrap this up. For SaaS companies who've started to publish content consistently or already have a large archive of posts, blog pages can quickly become the majority of content on their site. They also become a company's most visited pages from organic search traffic, generally speaking. With both of those factors in mind, there's a flood of opportunity to convert blog readers into leads and customers. By following our authority blog post architecture, which we described in this episode, B2B SaaS companies and marketers can leverage their blogs to fill up their pipeline of prospects and deals. I'll see you next time. So if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our work with us page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at IamMarkThomas, that's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, D-E-V-B-A-S-U. Connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.